It's unstable tubby with Sarah and Maggie. Please hold for an important message. Hi, you've reached Maggie's voicemail. I can't come to the phone right now or I'm choosing to ignore your call. Leave a message after the tone. Hi, 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 hi. Um, I just wanted to update you on our goals for um, Spotify and Apple users. And we are still, as of today, two away from meeting our August goals. And I know you're trying really hard and you're being vulnerable online and you're asking people um, for help and to subscribe because we're really proud of the show. And I am just, I'm sorry that no one's um, responding to you. I wouldn't take it personally. I wouldn't take it personally at all. Um, This is Sarah Adams, by the way. End of message. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey, bestie. Hey, bestie. Okay, so we're still, just a little caveat, unstableness that's happening for the next few episodes will be our forever friend, Mercury Retrograde. So we're just going to put that out there as a prereq and be like, why mm-hmm. Why does your production quality sounds so bad and we're like it doesn't it's mercury messing with us so yeah. that being said some might think that's a conspiracy theory um and to those people i would say sure because lately in the adams household my husband has been filling me in on these very unstable conspiracy theories and i'm curious if you're aware of them so there's this okay. one there's this one theory that he has he's kind of passionate about that there was a previous uh, human race, if you will, that was intelligent civilization that got wiped out, a la Atlantis. And there is, there are these videos that we've watched about Antarctica and how below the surface there's all this proof about these, this civilization that has existed that was intelligent and, again, I am not doing this theory justice. Yeah, because I'm a little confused because it's like there were people before that were smart. Is that <laughs> that's that essentially in? essentially an okay. intelligent civilization? Intelligent is mm-hmm. the word that gets thrown around in these videos, and intelligent to me, I'm like, well, what like advanced, right? An advanced intelligent civilization, but where where are these proofs? Like there would be stuff left behind and. Jane's like, well, there is this watch found on like a Viking ship or something. And I go, oh, a watch? A watch? One? One watch? That's not proof. That's that's stuff that was around somebody's wrist. Like that's not even – was there a battery in it? Were there gears? Is right. There, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, well, that's – I need more yeah. than that. So well, night, I mean, I'll say this. I think I think that for sure there were people that lived before us that are buried underground in different parts of the world. 
and that they may have had things that they wore on their wrists and they may have been smart. They may have been intelligent. They may have been intelligent. I might be intelligent. You might be intelligent, but someone might find our body and be like, these two dummies, you know, we don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm going to give everyone credit. Everybody gets credit for being intelligent in my book. I'm, I'm, I'm on board with this theory. I don't even think it's a conspiracy. I think okay. that's just fact. That's a stable. That's a stable. That's a stable. So mm-hmm. I will, I was also going to say that when I inquire about these videos, he goes, he shows me these rough, like these scientists that he's been listening to or whatever, and he'll pull up these videos and to, to show me so I can form an opinion and I immediately fall asleep, which is why I do not have the details that I can yeah. see my husband smiling, doing his half smile right now, listening to this episode. Like, man, she's making me look crazy. <laughs> I will say the most unstable thing about you sharing that Jamie believes there were people before that were intelligent is that you provided very little, very little reason why you don't agree with it. It's like, oh, yeah, uh, they uh, so they were bodies found in different places and even a watch. Maybe yeah. we don't know. It was something. So I would say uh, your storytelling on this was I know and, and and peek behind the curtain. I wrote this. Hey, bestie idea two and a half weeks ago. So when it was top of mind and then we took a break, you went on to New York uh it so these we, we took like two weeks off but i get that it's like this is something that two weeks ago you could have rattled off so many details but then two weeks later your head is full of more things probably yeah. a fact for me even yes oh did you were you were you doing my transition for me Maggie? i don't know i thought we could tag team it i thought that was- i don't know whether that to be insulted or um felt supported Honored. Yeah, I think that's a support. Oh, you were going with honored. Okay. Yeah, honored. Well, Well, Maggie, are you ready for your fact? I am. This isn't a conspiracy theory. It is a fact that white tea, yellow tea, green tea, oolong, dark tea, and black tea are all from the same plant. The differences between these teas are purely related to how they are processed. Well, yeah, that's interesting because isn't I guess green tea has some caffeine in it, but black tea has I've heard allegedly conspiracy theory. Black tea has the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. I don't know if that's a conspiracy theory because I believe that's a proven fact because there's a way you can like track and count caffeine in items. Yeah. I think you have to be FDA, you know, like yeah. a nutrition label. But they also say apples have the same amount of caffeine as coffee. And I got to say, if I start the day with an apple or a cup of black tea, I'm not going to feel like I drank a cup of coffee. So they're saying there's caffeine in apples or are they saying like an apple is equivalent to having caffeine? I learned this fact more than two years ago, probably. (laughs) So... So I cannot... I can't retell this fact perfectly but there's something about it. There's something worth Googling about that fact. For, for that those I... for you who want to Google fact check Maggie. Uh-huh. You're, you're, there's something. There's something. Google apples and caffeine and so, apple caffeine coffee fact. Now, you know what? What if you just started a conspiracy theory? 
Yeah, I hope no one checks that fact and then it just gets repeated over and over again. So Maggie, are you ready to react? I am. So we know how white tea, yellow tea, green tea, oolong, dark tea, and black tea are all made. They come from the same plant, which is a fact. They were like, wow, that's cool. What is a food that you hope to never find out how it is made? Are you trying to get me to say like bologna? No. Are you trying to get me to give up bologna? (laughs) I'm trying to. Are you, you and my husband both going to come at me? Is this like you and and Kyle are texting behind the scenes about how bologna is made of pig hooves and gross parts of animals? Is that what's going on? Is this a conspiracy? No, my bologna has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. My bologna has a second name. It's M-E-Y-E-R. I think, yeah, I don't want to see bologna get made, but I would never stop. I know how it's made. Mm-hmm. It's like the literal, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. Right. I don't want to see it, but I know. I know, know how it gets you know. made, and I still will eat sausage and bologna. I'm really firm in my thought process where I really don't want to see how any processed food gets made. Don't ruin it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to go to a factory and see my favorite snack get made because I'm sure I'm going to be like, I never want to eat this snack again. You know what I don't like? So when I was, I once went to a camp when I was in fourth grade that was on a farm mm-hmm. and we had to do all these farm chores. And I got to tell you, chickens are real gross. And I didn't like seeing how, how they lived and they just like <laughs> scat all over and it's like, oh, look, a chicken egg. And it's like, that's great. And also they're little tiny dinosaurs and they're super gross. Like I don't ever want to think about chickens when I'm eating eggs or eating nuggets. I just don't want to think about them. You know, I, I'm the same camp, but my daughter, um, every time I say, would you like t- to eat some chicken? She'll go, bark, 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 bark. As to Earth signs, Sarah and Maggie are always preparing, which is why it's time to play Till Death Do Us Part. Aww, why? The game where they interview potential replacement besties in case the other one kicks the can. All right, Sarah. This guesty bestie is someone we have admired on stage for as long as we've been performing. She's a Dallas-based performer, producer, and writer, and when she's not leading storytelling workshops for people of all ages, she can be found performing with FCC Presents, the Dallas-based all-black sketch troupe she co-founded dedicated to creating socially relevant live comedy experiences. She's worked for WFAA as a host and digital content producer, the North Texas Food Bank, advocating for neighborhoods facing food insecurity. She will soon be joining Educate Texas as part of the Communities Foundation of Texas, working to ensure that all Texas students, especially African-American, Latino, and economically disadvantaged students receive education that will lead to a living wage and see them contributing and thriving in their communities. So basically, she's funny, she's smart, she's passionate, and I think she will be a perfect replacement best friend if this friendship should ever die. So please welcome Julia Estelle Cotton. Woo! I love hearing my full name. That was great. It's a beautiful name. It's a beautiful Thank you. I like and it. And it's a beautiful bio. You're, you're basically a superhero because you do it all i don't know yeah i'll take that title i'll take that title superhero that's me (laughs) well we have some serious questions and as a superhero we are just dying to hear your answers so i'm gonna kick it off because we want to hear everything you have to say so uh first of all 
I read that whole bio. You are also a mom. On so oh, what? Do I do that too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right before I came to do this recording, I was at cheer camp because my daughter is the mascot at her school. And she had to do a dry run of her All-American tryout performance because there's cheer camp at SMU next week. <gasps> and everything, I was like, all right, cool. Just got to go do a recording here at nine o'clock. And like hustle, bam, boom. And she, you know, some days I'm like, yeah, cool. I just do stuff because they're my kids and I'm supposed to. And I'm like, and they just know that I'm going to be here. But like today, she like ran and gave me a hug on my way out because she goes, I know you had something else to do. And I was like, oh, because I don't usually I'm like, yeah, cool. They just know that I'm going to do stuff now. It's like they're not thinking about what I have to do. But like she's like, no, mom, I know you had other things to do. Thank you so much for coming. Have fun. Bye. And then ran back into her thing. I was like, oh. This is also a thing that I do. That is going to make me cry because that is goals for my children when they're teenagers. First of all, to be a mascot. And second of all, to love and appreciate me. Yeah. One could only hope. One can only hope. Okay. But so, so like you are a mom to big kids, like you said, like they are high giants. schoolers. Yeah. Um, high schoolers and collegers. My son is going oh, yeah. into his second uh, year at the University of North Texas. I knew that was going to make Sarah excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Go Eagles. Yeah. Go Eagles. Yeah. Now I got big, big babies. Yes. And so Sarah and I are mom to young kids. Mm-hmm. And so we have to ask, would you rather go back to motherhood with toddlers or Go back to motherhood with middle schoolers. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No is the answer to all of that. Uh, Let me think. You know, ah, it's really hard. I think both options are terrible. No, they're (laughs) they're both actually really, really great. The cool thing about them being uh, toddlers is – you are watching their brains kind of manifest into fuller human beings, even though they're mm-hmm. so small. So you watch them analyze things and what comes out of their mouth. They're like, we're always practicing, but they're practicing being adults. And that's really cute and fun to watch. So everything. That's why kids cussing is cute. Cause it's like, <laughs> they don't know what they're saying. They're just, they're practicing being me. Uh, so that's fun. And, and you're still worried about them every second, which obviously doesn't go away. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, they're still pretty fragile. Uh, the cool thing about middle school, though, is that they do start having their own their own opinions and thoughts, uh, and they're still practicing, but it's cool to, like, start having real conversations when they're middle schoolers. Uh, but as toddlers, they're tearing up things, and as middle schoolers, they're, uh, you're trying to make sure that they're not tearing up themselves. <laughs> so, so uh, but if I must make a choice... No is the answer. No. <laughs> and um, Julia, just so you know, that is the right answer. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, so I am just tallying, tallying, adding up your points. I'm adding up your points. Oh, great. Um, okay. Now we're going to pivot for a little bit. And that was a fun okay. would you rather. And this is going to be a little bit more serious. So I got the serious yeah. one. So – Julia, you've worked in live TV for some time. You're a producer at WFAA, which to me is the best news station here in Dallas, one of the largest media markets in the country. Real talk. So given the choice, which fictional show would you prefer to be a producer on? TGS with Tracy Jordan from 30 Rock or... FYI from Murphy Brown. 
Oh, uh, what a choice. Uh, what a time. So these are two different like real time periods. Murphy Brown, woman in journalism, journalism, hustle and bustle, uh, still a room full of crazy characters uh, to work with. Um, but TGS, I mean, fart doctor. <laughs> How do I not help contribute to writing fart doctor uh so i don't know probably i think i would probably fit better in the tgs uh writing room i think i would be super annoyed uh at a was it the 80s or early 90s of murphy brown news i believe it was early 90s yeah i feel like that too plus i'm looking i'm thinking about shoulder pads and uh blazers Mm -hmm. uh from a murphy brown newsroom that i think that i wouldn't be and wearing like pantsuits and stuff i think yeah in the newsroom that i was in when i was up there in the newsroom uh i could i could wear jeans and it was all good and i felt like there's pressure to wear pantsuits or actually like pencil skirt suits in the newsroom back in that time Mm -hmm. uh but if i get to talk about farts uh on the daily, yeah, I'd kick it with uh, the girly show, TGS. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and I'm, hold on, let me look. Yes, that is the correct answer. The correct answer. You're two for it. two, Ooh, and I told you it was a hard. It was a hard question, and that was a hard. You one. handled it gracefully, which I knew you would. We're I basically try. journalists, so we do ask the hard hitting questions. We do. And we this do one is it. this final question is no different. This is also hard hitting. So, Julia, you are anything but boring, but lots of people in this world are, in fact, very boring. Would you rather teach a storytelling class to a group of the most boring students or perform with FCC Presents in front of the most dull audience? Uh, Now, that's a very easy one, Uh, mostly just because I love FCC Presents and I'll do anything with them all the time. Also, I'm thinking about how much fun we would have watching a crowd not respond to us <laughs> <laughs> while we are doing some heavy, heavy hitting comedy <laughs> at their faces. Uh, yeah, I would, first of all, FCC all day. I performed with them all day. And uh, how we would have so much fun after the show <laughs> talking about how ridiculous the show that we were just in was. So yeah, FCC all day. I love that. I really love you guys have such fun on and off the stage, like yeah. just videos you post of you guys just at brunch and stuff. I'm like, oh my <laughs> gosh, what a what a great friendship. And yes. I think that's something that uh, is inspiring as well. They they are inspiring. I'll never tell them this so, and I'll make sure that they never listen to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, but... Share this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no one listen. Um, they are. We are such a wide ranging group of folks and like watching us over the years when you're friends with y'all are besties uh until i take over um (laughs) and you you watch though how like more how more comfortable you get with a person like being best friends with somebody like oh cool we're comfortable so easy but then like that time passes and you're like oh no we can we can fart if we wanted to uh, (laughs) and like and like not think about it and just learning more about them every time like we have a meeting a a little uh facetime call or whatever or going to brunch and just being silly and being very loud which is why i know a show in front of a room full of people not responding to us would only make us closer as a unit and just so happy we would have the most fun i love that so much i'm sorry i'm just over here maggie do you mind if i do the final tally real quick Yes, please, please. I think I know what it is, but I've got my uh, fingers crossed. Carry, I'm hoping. Carry the two, cross the I, 
dot the T. Yes, uh, three out of three. Julia, <sighs> we pleased if one of us were to fail in our friendship that you would step in. What an honor. Uh, I do hope it never happens. Um, I want you guys to be together forever, but I would be absolutely honored uh, to step in Thank whenever you. needed. Thank sure. you, Julia. And can you share, where can people find more about you, more about FCC, more about your workshops, whatever yeah. people are just going to want to know? Yeah, no, I do have workshops and shows uh, coming up. I have storytelling workshops uh, and classes coming up. You can just follow me on Instagram at J is still, so that's J-I-S-S-T-I-L-L. Uh, and I'll tell you the story about why that's my handle. <laughs> and uh, FCC, just follow us uh, on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, uh, which is fun, at FCC Presents on all of the platforms. Beautiful. No, wait, why is that your handle? Oh, so my name is Julia Estelle, as you said earlier. And when I was a tiny person, I heard it as Julia is still. So I would always walk around making this declaration. Uh, Julia is still cotton. Uh, <laughs> and my mom said I was very dramatic. She goes, no matter how hard I try, no matter what I do, Julia is still cotton. It's a bestie connection. Thanks for playing along. That's it for this episode. Wasn't that fun? Now it's time for you to subscribe and follow. And share this episode with a friend. Ooh, maybe even your bestie. Find us everywhere online at Unstable Topics. And for more antics, visit us at The Monthly Junk. Bye. Bye. Peace.